I welcome back to dysfunctional as fuck. This isn't a welcome back. <laughs> this is a start. But it's a here. We're here. We are here. <laughs> this is great. The my biggest goal, honestly, for this podcast is to not get canceled. That's a good goal to have. Yeah, because because you know, yeah, bad things happen. All the all the exciting things. Well, I think if anything, it'd be great for us to kind of like give some context to who the fuck we are. Because I don't feel like everyone knows. I don't even know who I am. Yeah, we're figuring that out every day. Okay, let me me get adjusted. Who am I? I am, like, should I just give them, like, a full background? Don't, like, take up the whole podcast with it. But, like, you know. Do you think I've accomplished that much? You have a lot to say. I do have a lot to say. Have a (laughs) Give me a to cut that out. You have a what? Nothing. All right. Um, I am 19. I am enrolled into college for psychology. I am an ex Team USA figure skater. Feels really weird telling you this. Recently, an ex. I am recently an ex. I I dumped my ex. Um, He cheated, so I was like, "Eh, bye. Blocked him on everything. It's really weird telling you this because you know all of this. So I feel like I'm just like. Yeah, I know it. So okay, well, why do I know it? Oh, that's my brother. A. Uh, we blood. We tight. We like this. Full, full siblings. I'm sweating. We're none of that. Yeah. None of that half sibling shit. And none of that fucking. Yeah, fuck them half siblings. <laughs> like, I'm sweating out. Like, <laughs> God like, damn oh it. Oh my gosh, what's going on? But you're in Team Sacred Figure Skating. You Team did the thing. I did the whole, whole fucking shebang, you know, how to do all that training, whatever. If you have kids, don't put them in skating. If you take one thing ever from this podcast, don't put them in skating. It's, that, that's the only takeaway? That's the only takeaway anyone should get from this podcast, honestly. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Cameron and I either have really intelligent conversations or it's so dumb that it's funny. And well, I mean, so Ben and I's podcast started out of the vein of like, we had really good conversations. We're also funny as hell. So like the, the, the birth of this is not much different than like something else. I was like, oh, so I was like, okay, might be a good idea. I've funny. never heard someone say the birth of this. The birth? This is the, the, the creation. Is this? I can't wait to have kids one day. Why is that your only that is, goal? I cannot. It's not my only goal. Do I have many others? No, but <laughs> what are the other goals right now? <laughs> we'll get we'll get to those later in life. You know what I mean? Okay. But I just think it's so beautiful, like being able to create a life and nurture it, and like I also think there's a part of me that wants to show how great, like you know, what I mean, how great a mother's love can be. You know, just sh- like have that kid and have them know, like this is what love is. Like you know what I mean? Like all these things. Like I think that would be a beautiful thing, and I think that's why I'm so excited to be a parent. I, yeah, well, I mean, you know my answer every time you say that is, like, I think it's great to be a mom. It's great, but, like, don't put all of your eggs into that basket. You need passions. <laughs> yes, no. Cameron, but it's also, you have to understand, as a woman, women automatically, most women, have very, like, nurturing, like, it's, yeah. it is a desire. Like, it is, a, it is a desire for me. Fuck, I've had baby fever since I've been eight, bro. <laughs> I literally would take my American Girl doll with me everywhere. When Maddie cut its fingers, I cried for three days. Yeah. I thought it could feel it. Was that English? I thought I, I, I it, thought I could feel it. I thought it could feel it. Yeah, yeah. That was close though. That was not. I'll learn when I graduate college. Eventually. One day, maybe. What about you, Cameron? Tell me your little life interests, all your little passions. Well, I feel like I, I have so many different podcasts and shit. I feel like people know by now, like if you've not listened yeah, to Yeah, but one. what they don't know. They just click because me, now I'm here. They think I'm funny as fuck. They don't know you. Get They're here for on. you. They're here for me. Kate's like, I'm the influencer now. <laughs> I'm the influencer now. Um, 
Went to high school. Only person in my family who ever did that. Um, That's not true. We all graduated high school. We were homeschooled and cheated. But continue. Only person who went to a physical high school and did all my work without having parents do it. Well, I was a Team USA athlete, so. I had friends. So did I. In skating. Where are they now? All across the fucking country. Because we all <laughs> came right enough. God. I don't want to get into that. I don't want to get into that. I think it's fine. But What's going to happen if we fight on this shit? Wait, sorry. I know I'm interrupting you. You, we can. I don't. What do you mean? Just we mean? No, but if we fight, like I want it to be like a whole like little thing that comes up where it's like, Kate and Cameron fighting, yeah, and then it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we go. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, where it's like, Tuh! and it's like getting heated and shit. Like we gotta edit it to make it funny as fuck. I mean, I don't know. I I don't, I don't think that's honestly irrelevant. What I'd like to get into is, I know you struggled with some things throughout your skating career, like. You thought you were a borderline alcoholic. I don't know if it's diagnosed. <laughs> You're I don't like borderline's like the word I would use, but yeah, more like is or was was recovered. Recover, recovering. Yeah, recovering. Well, so, at what point? When did you know it was a problem? Like, at what point did you figure that out? Actually, I didn't realize how bad it was. I think until I stopped, because there is at one point, thinking back on it, like this is how I was like, holy shit, Kate was my friends like had an intervention with me and I, and I thought it was funny. Wait, your friends had an intervention? Yeah. Wait, what, what was this? <laughs> <laughs> it was Ashley, me, Aiden, Nina, Chase. And Ashley was like, no, Kate, like I'm, I'm like really concerned. And I'm like, Ashley, bro, like, shut up. Like we all drink, you know what I mean? Yeah. Being an athlete, like if you've ever grown up being like a genuine athlete, like that is your life. Yeah. Not like a normal kid. Professional athlete. Professional athlete. Like, you know we all party hard. Party all hardy. athletes party. Party hardy. But it comes to a certain extent where I think... I had actually a good conversation about this with this person I met. He was on a mom's friend's swing. They were some athlete or whatever. And he was telling us how, like, he also, you know, had a problem struggling with alcohol when his sport was coming to an end and when he quit. Because as an athlete, you're constantly having such a high dopamine and adrenaline rush and all these other things and you we had it so often and all we know is our sport and partying like mm -hmm. really like because most like we got told i've been told same with that he was an olympic athlete and he was same thing like his coaches would tell him like your sport becomes be like comes before school hands down like it wouldn't matter like i would say like hey i have a call with my teacher it's like a test online we kind of had mm -hmm. and he'd be like reschedule it you got to do this like thing it's like Fuck, this is my academics. But I think it's hard to separate when you get to that stress level of this is to party with your friends to be social. And it kind of just drifts into more of a, I'm not saying every athlete, but you know. Well, me, did, did it turn into just like a coping thing? Yeah, I, it was coping. And I had really, now realizing back on it. I think I had, I had that point was when my anxiety started about things and I'd be so anxious to like, either like talk about things with certain people, especially like at that time, like my ex, like I'd be anxious to talk about it, anything wrong. So I would drink because if I drank, I was like, fuck it. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and I, I wasn't like, you know, or insecure about myself because when you're, you know, when you're drinking and you're having fun, like, you know, it's when you're like, whatever, no one cares. Like I can say whatever and act however. And I think I really relied on that to be able to let my personality shine through. Okay, so you, you were you were anxious and shy and used alcohol as, as an outlet to be social with people 
but then the, the stressful environment of your sport. sport, how did that influence it? Oh, dude. When you're stressed out by a sport, like you just. So it was it like a really like calmness? It was like so calmness it was like over? you're so tense the whole week that the weekend comes and you have only one day Blastered. off and you fuck up. Like you get fucked up. For, there was no reason. Like I think I don't know how the fuck I did it. Oh, my God. I just remember waking up one morning and like coming in your room to say hi or whatever. And there were like bottles of wine. And it was like nine o'clock in the morning. And you just took a bottle and started chugging it. It was that was before I'd work out. Yeah, you like woke up and you're like, "Good morning, sunshine." Uh, 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 and like, really, like no one really knew or like. But to me, I didn't even think bad. that was weird. Like, because I, in my point in my life, I was yeah, I was there too. It, that's another thing too. It's really normalized. Like, for instance, like my friends and I, we would be like, "Uh huh, gonna drink wine for workout." Like, and we thought it was like, <laughs> and <you're> like funny. <laughs> and Thinking like, back, it's like that's so sad. You're <laughs> like, like we're like we had a problem. We had a big problem. We all, <laughs> I talk about it now. My friends, I'm like, we're fucking crazy as fuck. And like we should have, you know, all of us should have probably checked each other at that point in our lives. But also, I think you were on the same spot, on the same spot, and we were all too, like, stuck and immature to realize, first of all, how bad it is for you. Second of all, what it does to your mental. But it got to a point where, like, for instance, uh, like you know, there's alcoholics in all families and stuff, right? You see it. And you think when you're a kid, like, how is that addicting? You know what I mean? Because it's like, it makes no sense. Even when you, yeah. I drank, because I would drink and be like, I don't want to drink the next morning. I'm fucking hungover. Yeah. Fuck that. But I, there was one day and it was like, I clicked. I literally was like, I wanted a bottle of Tito's so bad. Tito's specifically. <laughs> you were like, I just want vodka. Dude, I, I wanted alcohol so bad. And it was so weird to me because what's going on over there? You keep talking. I thought it's in my mouth. I can't keep talking, bro, when you're. Licking your lips like a fucking cat, like you're fucking bathing yourself. Like I can't. Yeah, motherfucker. Anyways, but I mean that part. I mean, I know you've had your own struggles with things, but I think that also comes from <laughs> comes from its own thing. Well, I I have a thing where like I have moments where I just freak the fuck out, mm -hmm. like out of nowhere, and I don't know if it's like if other people freak out to the extent that. that I freak out, but like, I feel like I'm about to lose my shit sometimes. Like you feel like your world's crumbling. Like even today, like I had the movie cancel and I lost like, I lost out on maybe 45 plus grand that like, was they supposed to be there? And like all this stuff was coming in and out and like, you know, all these things were supposed to line up and life did just didn't happen the way it was supposed to, mm -hmm. which is fine. Like there's, there's never like a, a supposed to happen, but, um, yeah, for a minute today, I was just like super stressed driving around. Like I, I caught myself and was like, wait, my head won't stop spinning. I need to go on a walk. Like where your head's like kind of like yelling at you almost. Well, it just like, yeah. I'm just driving my car and I'm trying to just relax. And it's like my brain's firing left and like right. you just feel tense. Yeah, I just like feel tense. And I'm like. and emotionally. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I just want to walk because like the biggest thing I've learned is that the best way to change your mental is to address the physical. So like if I'm able to have some kind of physical release. That's why I like going to the sauna. I like a cold shower. I like things are kind of hard on the body because when that happens, it makes the mental kind of fall into place. Well, it's kind of like the saying where it's, you know, like when you're a kid and you get hurt and your dad like fucks with you and he's like, oh, I hit you in the other leg harder. So they're like, <laughs> it's kind of like that. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, there's so much going on in your brain, but like you can't stop it. You can't control it. The only thing you can't control is physical. Well, and, I mean, shit, yeah. when you're on a, especially when you're going on a run or like, if, like the reason why I work out. I All feel like you can do is think. Everyone who works out intensely knows has something going on. And they're, some... they're consistent. Mine's like, if you go to the gym, you look, you know what I mean? Like, 
I know you got. Especially de- I know you got demons. Like any powerlifter who like actively likes putting hundreds of pounds on their back. You're like no, you're like staring at the mirror, like you're looking at yourself in that mirror, and you're just like that weight is like literally crushing your spine. Like you can feel your like compo- compressing, compressing. I was to say decomposing. Well, it's funny to think that like th- like certain weights that people lift, like that would kill another human being yeah. if they tried that. Well, Maddie. Ooh, that girl, Ooh. I was, I deadlifted. It was not super heavy for reps, but like, you know, like two. The high twos or something, mid twos. Two something. I don't know. Maybe yeah. two fifteen. And she like went to just go pick it up and like, I, no, like died. she like kind of like tripped forward a little bit. And it's just like, wow. And not saying that she's any less, you know what I mean? Any less of that or anything, but. She is. No, Cameron. She's less strong than you. Yeah, but not like less than because I can lift more. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Not saying like, oh, fuck her because she's weak. I, I mean, I'm there's just saying a little like, bit of truth to that. You know, stronger people are better, but it's fine. No, because there's, you know what? I'm going to pause <laughs> this real quick. And I, all the girls right now are going to get this. There will be times where you walk, like a skinny girl walks in the gym. And out of nowhere, you want to be model skinny. Then, it, <laughs> But then a fit girl, big, big fit. Like, you know, she lifts weights. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck, I'm going to be jacked. And it's like this ongoing cycle just, in your head just, of like, do I want to be skinny, like pretty, or do I want to be like jacked hot? And it's like, you can't figure out which one because both are, have their beauties in other ways. And also, you know, like at the end of the day, like beauty is in the behind, behind. The eye of the beholder. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, beauty's in the eye behind, of the beholder. The, yeah, I say behind the beholder. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and it's hard. Like that shit. That's so weird that you guys have to deal with like wanting to be skinny and like well, guys, it's all like guys aren't ever like I want to be. I want to be skinny. Like no, I don't never. Ever hear, they just no, want to be huge. Guys, guys are like grown reject. They don't want to be fat. Like yeah, but they no, want to be muscular. There's not most people that want. They want to like fat. be bigger and like they, they want to be muscular. Most that, that's a pretty guys. common thing I run into. I, but that's interesting that I haven't had it put like that before. Where it's like, oh, we have to worry about this when we see someone else of like, yeah. do I want to be skinny and like a stick, but like a, but like a quote model, unquote, pretty like stick. what what the model standards are because yeah, think about it. if I'm wearing like a long like a dress, yeah, okay, like if you put. I just look too muscular and I feel, and it's all, another thing it's hard is it's hard to feel feminine. So when you are very muscular and like have, like I've always been a muscular person. Mm. Don't look like it right now, but I am, I promise. I'm not saying like I'm fucking jacked with like these crazy, but like you can tell usually my arms, at least for me, like it's hard to feel feminine sometimes. Mm. But then you have like the thing where it's like, well, you want a big butt, but it's like you can't be too, you know what I mean? It's like there's all these other factors that play into it. And I think especially coming from like a sport where you got to be skinny and, you know, we'll get later into that, how that affects you mentally. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's always like for me, this whole masculine feminine thing, I've kind of gone outside of physical appearances for that. And it's been a lot more of an energy mental. I think energy. Yeah. It's a huge energy thing because like I can meet girls who had just have like an absurd amount of masculine energy. And well, yours isn't even like you you still have like, there's like a balance there. Like maybe you, yeah, I feel like that's a compliment to me. I'm always scared that like, I'm too like, no dude, you're you're nowhere with like brothers and stuff. No, you're nowhere close to like, yeah, nowhere close to that. Really? At least my no. Thank you. I'm, I'm actually really insecure about that. <laughs> like, I am. I'm really. That's insecure. crazy. You even Especially, worry about that. You know why? It's because when I was like between the ages of 14 and 15, when I moved to Colorado and I was skating there, my coach at the time and my partner literally <laughs> thought I was fucking a lesbian 
because I just didn't wear makeup to the rink and I didn't dress up for the rink because I was like, I'm going to go fucking working, yeah. sweat and be in the cold and be gross. And like, I'm not trying to impress anyone here. So I wouldn't care. And at the time I didn't have a boyfriend or anything. Mm -hmm. And they literally would be like, like I would hear them talking and be like, oh, well, she's gay. And it's like, not that that matters, but I'm like, it's the same way if, you know what I mean? It's just like, I, I'm not. like well, It's the energy. Well, you shouldn't put that on. You shouldn't assume someone, anything. Like, even if someone looks and acts super gay. Yeah. According to societal sin, it doesn't mean they're gay. Dude, every, I I remember when I was growing up, everyone thought I was gay. Dude. Yeah, and it's it's weird because it's like, I don't want to be like, oh, well, like, I'm not, because I, you know what I mean? But it's in a way where it's like, it's the same way, honestly, like, because I don't want to offend anyone. Like Chase, right? Chase is gay. But if I sat there and told Chase all the time, Chase is our brother, by the way. Yeah. But if I sat there and told Chase, like, no, you're straight. You're straight. And like told him, it's like, I, I'm not. I, you're just gaslighting I'm him. not. <laughs> like, I promise I'm not. But like, okay. That's kind of how, it's just annoying. It not means yeah. not, but it's annoying. And it makes me feel like I have to be hyper, sometimes hyper feminine now. Like I need to, you know, wear makeup all the time. Now. You know what I mean? Just look more yeah. feminine. Well, that, I've, I've always had it be a lot more of like, what kind of person you are and like masculine things tend to be more aggression anger like those are that's masculine, masculine energy yeah. it's not just being a man like girls can have both of those different uh character types and i think that goes honestly into um i don't know the word for it i'm gonna try to explain it and maybe you'll get the word but like the pressure of trying to be a certain way like men are angry people women aren't allowed to be stereotypes angry. stereotypes yeah, but yeah that's the word like the stereotype of like women aren't allowed to be angry or women can't be angry. They're only like happy or sad. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because you think about it like. Or everyone says like women are really emotional and they can't control their feelings. Yeah, they can't feel, like, Because if you're angry, then it's like, oh, she's crazy. It's like, yeah. no, you just ran over my cat. Like I'm going like, to, yeah. I'm mad. Kill my cat. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like, and I think also because it also puts onto that, that men aren't, don't cry and they're only angry. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. men are just angry people. Women are just cry or happy and yeah. know, vice versa. Well, I mean, there's a, a big thing where it's like people have expectations that they themselves don't even fully realize. Like they have expectations just because when they were growing up, they're things that they thought they should believe in and they're not things that are actually true. So when you go into the, the idea of like, what does it mean to be a man? Like, what does it mean to be a woman? And like today's culture, whatever context you want to put it in. And I think a lot of it is stripping back the expectations that we were grow that we had to grow up with. Mm -hmm. Like for me, poetry and like nature and like all this other Those shit now feminine it, things quote unquote yeah. feminine things and i'm like no not. like there's something therapeutic about going on the walk in the woods there's something therapeutic about reading a sentence that just how hits really hard how did poetry ever get i say i don't get that like at what point were they like fuck reading Ooh, that's a woman thing well like, i thought we can't read like wasn't that the whole back thing in back the day then? like, like we marcus aurelius and like Aristotle, like all these great philosophers like were poets and like shakespeare Shakespeare, like, but back then, you know, guys were like, I'm, if I'm right, I think guys wore makeup a lot more back then. Like, it was a very traditional thing to do is mm -hmm. like have white faces and like the a big lot of foundation, big, big hair. And yeah. and that's one thing I like to do is I like to give context to today's standards and be like, all right, let's look at history and what other civilizations have done and has been normal. And the what we consider normal now has been normal in a, to someone else in a past tense. And their normal is extremely weird to us. So we can only imagine that our normal now is going to be extremely weird to somebody else in the future. And that's like um, kind of piggybacking off of that. When you talk about, like, for instance, when our parents were growing up, being gay was like the craziest thing in the world. 
Yeah, right? it was it was a lot more. Then it was like no, really, and it's sad. Back then, if you were a gay, like a, first of all, a lot of people probably didn't even come out until now. So I'm sure there's a ton of, you know, already late into their forties, forties, fifties that are not coming out because they feel like okay to. But it's sad because back then, like I'm sure, tons of people didn't. If you did, you were the weird kid, right? Mm. And now being gay is like normal. It's fine, and that's fine. That's cool. And now it's more like pronouns and stuff, right? That's coming out. And mm. for some people, I mean, I didn't grow up with people having pronouns. It, I feel like pronouns kind of just started. It's a newer thing. It's a newer, like it, it's not a, like it's a thing, but you know what I mean? Like it, it's a newer thing to be like a, a dress normally. Yeah. It's, yeah. Cause we're, yeah, when we were growing up, it wasn't, no, it, at it, least in our world, it wasn't, very it was common. never any sort of like, I never met anyone as a kid, at least that said like, Oh, my pronouns are they them? I yeah. never met that. And now it's starting people are, you know, putting it out there and trying to normalize these things. Like this isn't a fucked up thing. This isn't weird, but Hey, just dress me by these. And I have no problems with those things. Only to my problem is when I don't know their pronouns and then someone gets mad at me for not knowing them. Yeah. And I think a lot of people that use they, them pronouns, if there's like another one that, another, okay, there's one person who's they, them pronouns and there's another one and one's just like, hey, just so you know, and the other one just gets mad. I'm sure that first person's pissed off at the other one. Like, well, why are you putting this? And that's just in like, we're even removing the they, them shit. That's just someone in general being pissy. Just It's like when you walk into a store and like, you accidentally bump into somebody or just you just exist and they're just like, like what the fuck what the fuck it's like That's I'm, not just I'm not trying to disrespect you but like okay if they walk in they're in a dress they have long hair they look like me man oh she and they're like my you know like gets mad at me instead of just being like hey just you know like my pronouns are they them i'd be like okay cool i respect that yeah it doesn't bother me to go by them now because i didn't grow up with it there is a chance i might slip up yeah and I'm scared that people are going to get offended by it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she's purposely doing it when it's like, no, but like, I'm just, I didn't grow up by saying that. I grew up by calling well, That's where I feel like, like context is so important because people nowadays just don't understand context. Like, mm-hmm. I, I get where the world's changing, all this stuff. Like, if I went over to China and did something that's like offensive to their culture and I didn't know, I didn't know. And the, there's going to be someone who's going to get pissed and other people that are going to be like, Obviously, it's all about education. You just got to tell It's like if I'm on set and someone does something that they shouldn't do, Are I'll try my best to not for be saying this. Like, is this cancel thing? I think no. I'm, I don't feel like I'm saying anything bad. No, no, this, this is just, no, no, it's just a, I'm, that's my biggest fear is like getting canceled. Well, the, so my thing is, I don't think you can ever be canceled or anything. If you, your intentions are good, I intentions are everything you watch. Okay. I'm a Shane fan. Shane Dawson. I don't care. I don't know about all these rumors that happened with him. I don't even actually know the facts, but I don't care. I grew up watching him. Honestly, yeah, like yeah. I based all, like he was someone that like, I literally was like, he's so funny. Like I loved watching his videos and they do a podcast and his brother Garrett was on and he said the same thing. Cause they were all like, I don't want to get canceled, blah, 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 blah. And his brother Garrett was like, I don't care. My intentions are fine behind it. If I say something fucked up and I'm obviously saying it in a hateful way, great, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm genuinely just having an open conversation, which is bringing light and an openness to everything. If you're open about everything you're talking about and everyone has an open mind and open concept to hearing other people's pers- perspectives, there's mm-hmm. no problem. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's weird because people always say like, w- words are powerful to an extent, but it's like the video I just posted where I was like, at the end of the day, you get to choose how you respond to things. Mm-hmm. Like someone can say something to you. Yeah, and someone might, comes to me and say I'm fat for, and I can just like... Be like, oh yeah, I'm huge and joke. Well, just in the point, I don't, 
I just, the more I grow up, there's just no point to be mean to people. There's no, no reason to be angry. Unless I'm joking with them. Like, I'll fuck with people. We like, can play around. around. I mean, there, there's a part of, there's like a playful banter you can have with somebody. Yeah, that's fine. But you also have to know because there's some people that I've met where I, like, because I'm always like that usually when I meet people. Yeah. Like, I'll fuck around with them. You know, I give them shit. And some people, like, they take it. And I'm like, whoa, no. Like, I'm, I'm kidding. Like, <laughs> but like, not, not like from there, I'm like, make a mental note. I'm like, don't, don't fuck around with them. Like, they, yeah. They take shit to heart. You know what I mean? But then I love people that you can talk to. Those are like my favorite type of connections, honestly, with people that you can talk to, joke around with, and like just have a playful banter. Like you don't have to, like Nina, like I can be like, what the fuck? Like you sound dumb as hell. Like jokingly, her be like, yeah, yeah, I do sound stupid. You too, though. You know what I mean? Like just messing around. Just I mean, joking. That's, and that's always like, it's just part of being human, just being playful with people. Like, yeah. and that's another thing too of like, I'm all about, having a good time like there's a time to be super serious and there's a time to kind of play around i tend to enjoy more thoughtful conversations because i can only have service level conversations for so long before i just get frustrated before i'm like dude like when i hear like let's say for example caroline our sister when she talks for like longer than 10 minutes it, it hurts just a little bit Cameron, love you caroline but in it's not their fault but at that age it's because they're younger they're not gonna want to like at 17, I was talking about stupid shit, too. I would talk about, like, yo, you hear about the elephant on the news. Like, something stupid. Like, you hear about Harambe. Like, you know what I mean? Like, stupid kind of shit where it's like, yeah, we all know about it. Small but, talk. But my thing is, knowing what I know now versus what I knew then, I know the reason I had those conversations is because, like, I was afraid to say something that would hurt someone's feeling. So I would always say shit that was just basic. I would always say things that could never offend anybody yeah, because it was just something too. happening. And it's because I wanted to have space in the room versus being deliberate on my my intentions and my conversations with people. Like, And that's like, there, there's no reason that, I know kids who have profound statements all the time. Kids sometimes say things that I'm like, oh my God, I, I didn't even think about it like that. And they're, because they want to understand it, asking why. But at a certain I age, we stop asking why. why. Yeah. And that's when you're in like middle school, high school, and you start, you know, worrying about what people think of you. So that's why I get frustrated because Because it's I, just like, why not have something? Well, I know, because I know the point in their life that they're in right now. Yeah. And that it's not coming from a place that they really want. Yeah, and I it, it think it's just frustrating for you because you want them to, because you know that they do want to talk about these type of things and you just want to be like, yo, like, well, just open you are up. family. Like, you can talk to me however and you don't want them to think. But I also think because you're so much older than the twins, they do look up to you. And when I was told that as a kid too, I mean, when they would like mm. copy me, my drawings, I'd Stop get copying pissed. Me. <laughs> oh, I hated it. Like, like, blood boiling hate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mom would always say, like, they're just looking up to you. Like, they're just, you know, they're just, like, they yeah. want to be like you. Yeah. And as a kid, I hated it. But now, as I've gotten older, I realize it. Because, like, with you even, like, I'll see you. Like, I've seen you grow a lot. Like, change three fucking, like, <laughs> like 70 times around in a circle change. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, like, I look up to that because it's, like, I want to continue to grow. Like, I feel like it's been a minute since you've been stagnant. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're always coming to, and you're changing as a human, as a person, emotionally, you know, all these other things. And that's something that I want to be able to do and not stay fucking stagnant and just be like, this is what I believe done. It's like, yeah, there's tons of things and humans are such interesting. Like we are crazy creatures mm-hmm. and we work in crazy ways and everyone has different opinions. And it's nice to be able to talk about all those things because if you stay in your way, you're only going to meet those people in your life to think the same way and that's it mm-hmm. you're never going to expand you're never going to grow you're never going to make new connections you got you got to talk to people just 
like I, I worked a, a feature with somebody who was a uh, who was in the they them category and you know at a certain point i just talked to him for a few hours because i was just curious i was like hey i i don't understand this world and there's like a whole like the film world has a film world like everyone in film does this whatever and i didn't understand it so i just asked questions for a while and they were like super you know nice about it they weren't ever like really offensive and you know there's certain things like oh, i don't know about that and i'm like oh okay i mean that's yeah that's being, like that's like when anyone asked me about skating where they're like did you do a triple axel it's like eh, i don't know about that one but and then i just explain it like that's the thing like with skating like that's the way I can think about it because obviously it's not like I'm oppressed in any type of way. But when you live and breathe something, you're just so infatuated by it. You know a lot more. Yeah, it's more. like I just want to know more about things. You know what I mean? Like and then when other people come along, they can ask. They can just ask a bunch of questions. Yeah, exactly. So the only thing I can relate that back to is like skating. It's the only thing that like a lot of people don't have in common with me. Yeah, yeah. So like when I don't ever like take offense, like they don't ask me like to go to the Olympics, and I'd be like, oh. I'm just like, no, like, it's a different, I try to explain it to them as best as I can. But even if they don't understand it, it's not like I get offended by it. You know what I mean? Like, why would I be offended? Yeah. They didn't, they didn't, they don't think the same as me. They don't do the same things as me. We didn't grow up the same. So it's like, I can't, I mean, fuck you. You don't even barely understand skating. Like the way that like. Triple sow cow. That was good. I don't know what it means. Did you but... name, let's do that real quick. Try to name all the jumps. Oh, all the jumps? It, okay, so yeah. The, is the, the eagles where you spread your legs out, right? That's not a jump. It's not a jump, but it's a move. Like it's it's you, a move. It's called spread eagle. Spread actually. eagle. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Um, triple sow cow, axle. Okay, uh, it's just sow cow. Oh, sow cow. Oh, you're right. Sow cow, axle. Uh, I want to say all the oop. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's Kinda, not. There, what's, the, what's the one? I'm thinking of it. Touch with an L. You said it in the same word you just said, but Ollie, just without the Ollie. Loop. Loop. Loop jump. Oh, loose loop jump. Uh, that's all I know. That's okay. all I can pull out of my Toe ass. Toe flip Lutz. Six. Lutz. Okay, I should know Lutz. Lutz, yeah. That makes my sense. My favorite thing to tell people is that flying camel because that's, that's a skating move and it's common. And like, I didn't realize how weird it was of a word until I was playing with like our cousin Danielle. We were playing like hangman or something. And I was like, oh, flying camel. And they're guessing it. Like, she was like, what the, the flying fuck? camel? And then it, it clicked in my head how fucking weird that is. Like, yeah. Uh, like, if you think about it, like, what, just a camel flying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't realize the weird shit about it. Other, so something weird that I always bring up with people is that I don't feel like not all families are as close as ours with what we say to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and I get so many weird looks when I talk about like what we talk about and stuff. And like, you know, sometimes it's like, and like, like mom, like mom will just be saying stuff in public. Cause like, okay, <laughs> our family, like, we're, we're very, very open. open. Like we'll say, we know a lot about each other. Like we talk about everything. Like there really is only a couple things that we have off limits. Like obviously, I, I don't want to hear about his sex life. He doesn't hear about mine. But we'll <laughs> joke about it. So like, I'm the group of my friends, and I'm <laughs> I, telling I, them I, a story, and he's there. It's like, but these are like funny stories where I'm like, you know, like those sex stories when they're just like so horrifically horrible that it's funny. It's just oh, bad things God. happen. So so many funny stories. So many bad stories I have. You're. I, I will mean, never tell those on live air. I no. We've all. But yeah, we're live our air like we're on the fucking TV. <laughs> Stupid as fuck. No, well, our our family is very it's very open. Yeah. I, I like that about it though. I mean, I like that we're all like we can say when. But I think it's such a culture like culture shocked people. Because Dude, people where, who are like are super whole, our own culture of human. Like it's it's crazy. Well, everyone's like Cameron, you cuss a lot. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, dude, <laughs> what do you mean? 
Everyone's like, you have a sailor mouth. And I'm like, dude, I grew up at like eight. Do, do my you, mom's call, like, my mom's like, goddamn fuck shit, bitch. Like, on the phone making calls like on the calls like she's like they can suck my dick and it's like <laughs> I'm a kid I'll make suck dick like my tongue's hanging out of my mouth <laughs> really? and like not saying that's bad like honestly I'm happy mom grew like let us you know and she I think she let us explore how we want well to at talk. a really young age I realized that all words are are just an assimilation of you've vibrations in your you've been vocal like, cords. all I remember from you no. is that fuck is a shipping term because I remember <laughs> he, he got in trouble once for saying fuck on i don't know we were in the car probably back from like school or some, some shit. shit in the minivan right we're piled up in there honda odyssey baby and cameron was like you fucker something to chase <laughs> and jay turned on and he was like cameron like you can't talk like that and you were like actually fuck is that shit and you went on for like 30 minutes about <laughs> fuck being a shipping term and i like have a distinct memory of this conversation i don't know how but i think it's because that's when i was like fuck it i'm gonna start saying fuck 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 like <laughs> i was in the backseat i was like I was like whispering it. I was like, fuck. Good. Fuck. For no, the, the longest time I didn't cuss. I didn't cuss for a really oh long time. Oh my god. I would you say like fack and chat and like what'd you say? You say she- what would what'd you say instead of bitch? Bish. 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 Dude, I said bish said a lot. And I would just be like, bro, just say it. Like I know. Well, at a certain point, I think at some point I didn't cuss much because I thought that like it, it wasn't you- as educated or whatever. And, That's and true. I, well now I'm like, I don't give a shit. Technically because- there's studies saying the most educated people cuss a lot, so Fucking right. Unless like you're someone going like, I bet Harvard kids cuss a lot. Because if every that's true, every person I, mean, I meet, well, especially in my industry now, like everyone I meet cusses a shit ton. Like everyone in my life cusses a shit ton. Like I, when you get to a certain age where I feel like there is no more like you hear a cuss when it gets shocked. I, you know what they say like, there was one time you got picked up and put back down and never got picked up again. I feel like that's how it felt when like when I stopped. Like it was just one day I stopped being shocked when someone cussed. Yeah. Because before it'd be like, you know, and then now I'm like, yeah, fuck, what the heck? Well, I mean, I used to be like super, you guys remember this. I went through a phase where I was like very religious. Fun fact about Cameron. Oh, you're going to bring up the virginity Oh, card. I'm doing it. Okay. Cameron for how, how many years of your existence? Like at this least. This was like, I think I got when I was like six, 17, 16. Yeah, well, you kept that at least until you were 20. No, not that long. Yeah, because that's when you met someone and they are the ones who told me you had it, so. Rip. Yeah. So for four years of Cameron's existence, he carried around a virginity card in his fucking wallet. Um, yep. The only question I have about that is when it did happen, did you say, punch wait, <laughs> give her a punch, a hole puncher and say, will you stamp this, please? And like, put it down on your hands and like, what the fuck? Like, at what point too were you like, damn, I should probably get rid of this. I, I think when I started, I've gone through a lot of like mental growth phases where I was like, maybe I should like start thinking in a more elevated manner. And that was, uh, that was one of, that them. was one of those moments where I was like, dude, you have a virginity card in your wallet. You, you need to, when you get married, I'm, I'm saying that I'm, that's okay. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. So I'm, hopefully whoever your wife is, their family is well equipped. Well, I'm you. self-aware enough to know how cringy, like I used to be like the fact that I broke, I mean, it's not crazy, but the fact that I broke up with somebody because I was just so repulsed by them drinking and like doing stuff at, at like 16. I'm like, which, I remember back when at, I started, remember I started vaping. <laughs> I yeah. was the, I was more scared to tell Cameron than like my mom find out because he was like, Lord have mercy, no drinking. Like this is, a, this man also sat on my mom's floor at like 15 crisscross applesauce and told her that he was going to wait till marriage to have sex. And I'm like, 
Yeah, mom told me that one too. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, I was so scared. I remember it was like, I was like whispering to Chase. I'm like, no, you can't tell him, Chase. Don't tell me. He's like, okay, the fuck. I got in the car and then that's when we literally became, that's when we were cool. I don't know. I told you I vaped and you were like, oh, yeah, I drank. I was like. You're like, wait a minute. What? I've been like, waiting my whole life for this. I was like, you drink? Because I drank at a very young age. Yeah. Unfortunately. And. Y'all did. Because like, I, I waited until I was like 21 to do anything. Yeah, I can't say the same for me. You're like, well. That's some, I'm sad, though. I'm really sad I did that. Because now, like, ex- this I can notice it with a lot of my friends that are in college. By a lot, I mean, like, the four I have. Um, <laughs> like, they get, you know I mean? Like, partying for them is exciting and thrilling and new and you're free. And, you know what I mean? All these other things. And it felt like how it felt like for me when I was, like, 16. You know, between 15 yeah. and 18. And now that I'm older, it's like I, I really don't enjoy partying all that much. I love getting drunk and having deep conversations. That's great. But I don't really like to like go out to the bar and like, like yeah, I don't mind going out every now and then. I I do like going to the bar sometimes, but like I want to go with people that I I can have a conversation with. Like yeah, like when we went to um Galaxy or whatever, mm. we were literally like. It's like a whole ass rave and we're like standing there like screaming at each other, having a deep conversation instead of like <laughs> pumping our fists like we should be. We would always just like, what's the meaning of life? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like all these crazy things. And it's like, I think that enjoyment of college and the party life has kind of, I kind of took it away from myself because I did it so young and I grew up with so many older people that I was like kind of, you know, I grew up super fast. And mm-hmm. I think that's why now people think that I'm so much older than what I am usually. Yeah. I mean, I just like, I like going out and like, if I'm going out, it's for a reason of I either like the music there. Cause I'm, I'm over the whole, like going somewhere and the music's not good and it's super packed and I can't move anywhere and it takes I, six hours to get a drink from the bar. I and I'm hate like, when it's hot inside of a bar. Oh my gosh. Well, I want to go oh somewhere for like, I want to talk with somebody like my favorite memories ever are like going to a house party or going somewhere random meeting. And like you're like drunk on the couch and you're like meeting someone new you've and never you, met you in have your a life. Great conversation. And, and you guys are talking about things you've never told anyone before. And it just feels like you're bonding and you become genuine friends with this person after. It's not like, you know, at the bar where you have a cock and they're like, oh my God, I love you, girly. And then you, you literally never see them. What? You said you have a cock? Massive. No. <laughs> when you're in the bar and you're in the bathroom and you have a talk. Talk with a T. Yeah. Talk, not a cock. I don't have a cock with a girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but when you have a talk with them and it's like, no, like, I love you. Like, you can come pee with us and like, you chit chat and you're like, oh my God, same. And then like, I... Literally, the other weekend I was at the bar. I met this girl in the bathroom, like, we whatever, like, she was, like, squatting over the toilet. <laughs> she was, like, I went to go pee or whatever, and I was, like, dude, I'm I'm someone where I'll sit on toilets. I really don't give a fuck, but this is gross. Like, even I'm squatting. Like, that's saying a lot. She's, like, oh, my God, same. My friend shit on me. I was, like, no, same. You were talking, and then, like, she's, like, oh, my God, I love you. Like, come find me later. I can't even tell you that girl's name. <laughs> You're, like, no idea. Might have been aunt, aunt, I don't know, something with an aunt. Something like that. But it's. I wish people had that without all the drinking and like they they had the lack of but stress and anxiety. But that's how, so like, I think it's hard for me to connect with people my age right now is because. Because you're past that phase. Because I'm past it and I get where they're coming from where they can only have a deep conversation when they're drunk because I've been through out it. they're stressed out and they're ang- like, they don't know how to You're yet. anxious to be yourself. I mean, fuck, I get, more recently as I've gotten older, like, I definitely have a little bit of social anxiety. Like I definitely do. Bro, like, me at the bar. During- I get. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Tell the story. 
So if someone like mom really tried to tell me I didn't have social anxiety and I was like, okay. You're like, fine. Guess not. But Cameron and I were at the bar. We went to, um, we were in. We, we were in a uh, sea yeah. island and we went to Grizzly? Grizzly? I don't know. Grizzly? Somewhere in We were like, my mom wanted to go out with us. She didn't end up going, whatever. We just wanted to go out and meet new people. And we get there and it's kind of dead at first. And we're standing around and I was like, okay. And obviously like I'm cock blocking Cameron. At the time, I was still with my ex, so I didn't really care. But I was cock blocking him. We're, right? we're both cock blocking each other. Okay, but <laughs> like, well, no, because at that time I wasn't. You weren't cock blocking me ex. I wasn't even looking for anyone. Why do you do that? Okay. I wasn't. Healthy relationship. No, it was not healthy at all. But I was loyal. What the heck? No, yeah, facts. Um, but. Either way, so we're like, we gotta make friends. Like, we have to make friends somehow. And it was like, oh my god, I've never been so anxious in my entire life about something. It was and such I a bitch. And I had a couple drinks, and I was fine. And then I'm, I ended up making the friends. We met this girl named Becca. Becca, she was cool. She was super fun. Shout out to you, Becca. If you're watching. Party hardy. <laughs> Party hardy, baby. But it was cool. I mean, no, it, was, it, was, it was fun getting to talk to someone random and like, just like get to know someone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's chill, and like it got super. And I enjoyed that. Like, that's always fun. Like, getting to meet someone random and just learning more about people. Yeah. And it's hard to do that in, like, most situations. Like, going through Kroger, it's hard to be like, hey, how's your life? That's my whole problem. This is another thing, too. And this is something that I'm pretty... It's hard to make friends outside of the bar. Yeah, that. And on top of it, I'm not going to nourish a relationship or a friendship or anything if I don't see... If I don't have like some sort of like I really like them or I connect with them or we like get each other in a way like I just don't see the point in it because for me yeah. it's like okay I'm gonna like you know put all this energy into it when in reality like we don't really click we aren't really that cool like I don't even yeah. have, like the whole time I'm with you I'm kind of anxious too like I hate that feeling I hate being with someone where like you're like a friend like if I'm with them and it's like we don't really click. We can't have a deep conversation. They don't really know about me. Yeah. I hate that. And like, I won't nurture it because for me, I'm, I hate it. I just don't I like it. So I've been having a super hard time on dating apps recently just because like I'll match with people, but there's no. You gotta get the riz up, dude. But I just don't want to riz. I'm just not in that point where like. It's okay. Okay. I might have the wrong. Rizzing to me is like good flirt game. No, right? yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Riz is. Being able to mess around with them and have that. but Like, have fun. Like, just joke with them. But I, I get that in person. Like, in person, great. I can mess around and, like, be on the spot and, like, feel the energy there. But a dating app, you just... It's just a picture of somebody. And you're like, oh, okay, well. And I just have a really hard time yeah, connecting with like, them. Yeah, especially, like, Tinder, like... That shit's just, like... I just have a hard time connecting you, with There's it. not even, like, any sort of, like... Per, like, no one even puts a bio anymore. No, it's just bikini it's pictures. It's just, like, bikini photo. And then it's, like, 19, 20... <laughs> The age. One mile away. You know what I mean? Like, it just has, like, yeah, their yeah. radius of where they live. And then, like, yeah, I don't really like, I don't like Tinder, really. And even, like, like you have Hinge, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so then it's, like, I don't know. Also, like, when people put, like, voice recordings on, it's, like, so cringy. I like them because it gives me at least something real to give context to. Because everything else is just words on a screen, but that's like, oh, there's every that person. person. I see, actually, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna cancel. But I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. Most most dude hinge profiles I see are pretty rough. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's why. Because they're like, some of them are so. Weird. Most most actually, 
They're weird as fuck. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying, and I'm also trying to understand if it's like, I don't know if it's a maybe me not being emotionally available yet to be like to date, but I'm not like against it. Like, it sounds great, and I love getting to know people, and like, I've been on dates, but it's just like that. You might be. Spark isn't there right now. I think, okay, so like, this is something that like, I'm, you know, obviously I'm like newly out of, you know, we broke up not too long ago. Party hardy. Party hardy. But for me now, like, it's not that, oh, I'm scared to get into a relationship. It's, I don't want to get emotionally connected to someone if that's not my person. Because for me then, it's like, yeah, you learn, you grow, whatever. But it's like, you can go on dates and have fun. All these other things without being in a relationship. Yeah. You don't need to have, we'll get into how I feel. Like, you know, you shouldn't have really hookups. I don't think hookups are good. Yeah, no I don't, bueno. I, I don't like hookups and I don't think they're good. But we'll get into that in a second. But I'm saying like, I do not want to get into a relationship until I know someone and I want to like know them, like be literally like best friends with them, hang out with them. We're not dating. We're not doing anything even like we're not kissing nothing, but I'm getting to know them as a human. And then that way, when things do like for a year, literally, but like, and then when things do start to, you know, physically happen later after I know them, Mm. it will be so much more intimate and special than like for instance my ex and I like yeah it was technically a hookup mm-hmm. but we ended up dating so I don't really know it's not like a one night stand but you know we did that and like I feel like that took away that friendship aspect that would have been maybe would have been there I mean I don't yeah. really know but I think if we would have been like you know we met like had fun like even if we just kissed that night you know what I mean but you know waiting build that connection mm-hmm. and then through that I would have been able to know if I wanted to do you know be with him or not and obviously now I know it's not my person and like that's cool I'm no you know like little like fuck you because you cheated <laughs> like, yeah but besides that like you know we're all young am I in that camera oh we're still recording I just want to make okay. sure it's still recording you're oh it's my phone we're yeah definitely still you're, recording. you're definitely still yeah, good chilling. but you know what I mean like that's another thing like relationships and stuff Something that I learned about relationships that I wish I learned a lot sooner is that two different things. The first thing is, is that when you love somebody, you need to love two people at once because you're loving the person that they are right now and you're loving the person that they want to be in their life. So you have to be like super transparent on like what your goals are because, you know, I've been in places where like I want this for my life and they don't want that. And I'm like, wait, this is that can also like it can people can get that messed up. And I know I definitely did is you're falling in love with the idea of what you think they're going to be. Yeah. And I think there's always this thing where, you know, no one at their life, especially at my age is like, knows what they're going to do, has everything figured out is perfect. But at the same time, like I know that there are people that have the same morals as me and want to have those deep conversations and want to do, you know what I mean? All those different things. And I think what can happen is you fall in love with what you think they're going to be. Yeah. Not, <clears throat> you know, you love them to a certain extent of like who they are. Like, yeah, of course, absolutely. But you build a fantasy in your head of yeah, who definitely. that person could and be I in think, your life. I think even he did that, you know, like she, you know, all these other things. And like, I think both of us, we just came from like very different. We have different morals, I think, honestly. Clearly. Sorry. I was fucked up. 
But I'm just saying, like, there's so many different things that play into it. And I think people, and something I've learned is that if there's a consistency with something not lining up over and over and over again, like your paths aren't aligning at all, nothing makes sense, all of this, that's usually a sign. I'm not saying like it's a sign, like someone's going to like, oh, light's going to flicker and you're going to realize no. But I'm saying take those into account and put them obviously into your own perspective. Your relationship might be different. You're everything. Mm -hmm. But take them and really take them into account of why is this continuously not working? Why is nothing working out for us? Why are there so many issues? Why, you know, ask yourselves these questions and answer them honestly with yourself and then mm -hmm. act on those. Because I would answer honestly to myself, be like, you know, no, nothing's aligning. This makes no sense. It's never going to, you know what I mean? Like all these mm -hmm. things, like I talk to you about it and you just be like, you know, I kind of wish I listened to you sooner, but you know what I mean? Like, I wish I would have, not even acted on it, but communicated it. You know what I mean? Like, don't be scared to communicate something because nine times out of ten, they're thinking the same fucking thing. Yeah. Well, you, you really got to look at the... Something that I realized that I wish I realized... There's a lot of things that I wish I realized a lot sooner, but that the only common denominator in every relationship you've had is you. And then also, the point in your life that you're at right now attracted that kind of human being so you're the reason that person came into your life because you had that energy it, yeah and i think people people come into your life for either a lesson a reason or to stay it's something like that and i think i believe that like there's either the yeah. reason they come in to let you you know it's like a reason or a lesson like they're you're stuck you're stagnant and they get put into your life for a reason and either you can learn from it you can sit and cry you can you know what i mean like all these things and i think I do think also when relationships end is when people a lot of the times grow the most. Yeah. Because it's something, you know, you, you're vulnerable with this person physically and emotionally. And when those end, it really is almost like the death of a person. Like you're grieving the relationship. But you can sit there and be like, yo, woe is me. All this, you know, just sit there and tumble in your own fucking you know, pity. You know a quote that like I heard recently that just hurt? I don't want to know it. It went... I'm going to remember you for longer than I've known you now. <laughs> and I was like, shit. Literally tearing up. <laughs> no, it, it's like, wow. Yeah, you're, you're, there's so many people, though. You're a like, memory now. My friends, dude. Like, I've had some, like, friendships, and there was one, like, this, you know. But, like, we were really close, and it ended because of this, you know, ex and stuff. And, like, mm -hmm. I loved this girl. You know, we fought, whatever, blah, blah, but she was, like, a sister. And it's true. Like, I'm going to remember that girl and be like, wow, like, that girl was my homie. Yeah. She was my homie. And, like, what, we were only friends for, like, a year or two years? Back in the day. But I'm like, my, you know what I mean? Like, later on, I'm be like, yeah, this one friend, like, you're back, you know what I mean? All these other things. And I think anyone in your life, that's weird as fuck. Like, your grandparents, they die. You're going to remember them a whole of a lot longer because, you know. I don't know, some other person outside. I, I heard thought, that, too. I thought Maddie was screaming. Maddie's in my bedroom right now. <laughs> our, our we we locked her in the room. <laughs> yeah, she's gone. No, she's taking a nap. But yeah, no, that's that hit deep, dude. No, what it was another thing too. Like I was at the gym recently, and I was just talking with a buddy. We were working out, and like he said something, and like for some reason, I found myself like almost starting to cry. And I was like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" I think it's because the reason you, I feel like right now, like I just got so like I was like, "Wow," it's because you kind of like 
you know how that feels, but you can't put it into words. Because it's such a profound feeling and it's so intense. But you just put it into words where it's like, wow, that's why I like poetry. And that's why I like, because I feel like for me, I know the feelings, I know all this, but like if I have it in words, it helps me really process what's happening. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I'm like dumb as hell, but like I need to like see it. I need to like, sorry, I'm like, have an acid reflex or something after this water. you do. I had someone today, literally at the gym, they were like, oh, I need my inhaler. Bro hit his vape. And I was like, that's why you need an inhaler, bro. And he's like, no, I had it before. And I was like. Mm-hmm. That, that didn't help I was him. like, I'm not that bad, dude. You can't hit a vape and take a puff out of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's weird as fuck. But, yeah, I don't know. This whole, like, toxic relation. I don't know, dude. I mean, it, it's, it's, I mean, I remember each time I, like, and it's so weird. Each time I have a breakup that's like intense as hell, and I'm like, oh my god, like, like all you breakups. You know what I mean? Like, I only know like a lot one more other, chill. I know one person, love her, she's amazing. But her and her boyfriend broke up previously. They broke up so healthy, and it was like mind boggling to <laughs> you me. You were like, fuck, man. It was so. I was like, you're just you're able to just like they're not gonna like fucking spam call you like like it's they're okay like you both like you, mutually you said, agree you to break up. I said I need a break. He said like I respect it. You know, he still texts you like, hey, like she came out to visit and he was like, also, if you two people are watching, I'm not outing you. They don't know your names. But like, you know, he was like, oh, like, I hope you have fun. Like, enjoy yourself. She's like, thanks. Yeah. What? That's so mind boggling to me. Yeah. No, it's it's wild. But I always end up finding like, it's so weird. I always end up meeting somebody in the most unconventional way. Like a way I never would have thought I would have met him. Or like, it's always when you never think you're gonna meet you, someone. It, especially when you're if like, you're looking, you're never gonna find it. And I stand by that shit, bro. Because you want it too much. What? Well, because you're just like desperate. Hey, sunshine. Is that Maddie? We're just chit chatting. We're gonna get as much stuff as we can get because we probably have to edit out some parts and shit that don't make sense. But I mean, we're about ready to cut pretty soon. So I think, I think we're we're. No, yeah, it's a beatbox. Do not, don't, don't, don't touch, touch the beatbox. Do not. Well, there's sugar. there's Maddie. You and Cameron, bro, it's sugar. We can't. It's. But if you wanna if you wanna get, make a guest appearance, you gotta go on this side. The camera faces me. Yeah. Hey guys. Hey. This is our sister. This She's is our um, little sister. Emotionally traumatized. Yeah. Maddie's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I think that's a that's that was good for the first episode. Guys, I'm content. That was good for the first episode. I, I looked on TikTok about the tonsillectomy and I'm freaking my shit. Maddie thinks she's gonna have a tonsillectomy and die. Maddie, it's the most common procedure. No, like, apparently in the, the pain is supposed to be so bad after the surgery. I'm, I'm sure more things are painful. Wait till you have childbirth. Like, yeah. That one's gonna. Well, that's all for today's um, episode of dysfunctional as fuck. Dysfunctional as fuck. <laughs> I will physically abuse you. <laughs> you That's just, the start of it. Welcome back to dysfunctional as fuck. I will be physically hurt you. That'd but, be great. Yeah, no, that was pretty good though. I mean, we we were all over the place, scattered. We got to dab, dab each other up after each episode. No way to do the handshake, bro. Oh, the fucking rack on. <gasps> I feel like that always looks like scissor. It really. <laughs> I think that's part of the joke. I mean, like rock on, but like I feel like it. You know what I mean? 